0: Welcome to the latest dope episode of the Hip Pod Heads Podcast. A podcast where no back and no sage discuss their hip hop inspired
1: moments. Pull up a chair, grab a beverage, fill up your cup and get comfortable. This is episode number 47, a continuation of the last conversation. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcast this. I love what Known Sage does. Y'all make sure y'all go and check out his hip-hop podcast as well, which is Hip-Hot Heads. You guys make sure you guys
2: check them out on that nice little um, topics here today. I feel like each of these soundtracks can be easily a podcast in itself. So again, Juice, yeah. High School High, and Above the Rim. Was there Was there any others that you had on your list?
0: Yeah, I think I have a... Uh... Two more, I
2: got, um, of course, uh, 8 Mile. 8 Mile, rolling um, in to the top. Some
0: of that, i though. That's probably the, one of the best, if not the best, um, like a movie soundtrack song.
1: You know, 8 Mile, every time I watch 8 Mile, I can't get over the bad wigs on McCann Pfeiffer's head. <laughs> 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 so you know, you know it was you know I understand the movie, but it was you know watching watching him basically you know become a star and then see them at the Academy Awards, uh, you know a few years ago, him performed the track, and I was just like, wow, we didn't lose, we didn't lose yourself at the Academy Awards. I felt like he didn't get a, you know, I felt like he finally got his flowers. From the mainstream uh the motion picture industry at that point but yeah but i keep thinking about Mackay pfeiffer's wig and and i started laughing and i kept thinking about uh you know you know the d12 influence on that movie i mean eight mile eight mile is fantastic you know cinematography you know it's the ultimate battle rapper video if you think about it
2: yeah yeah, yeah he- good, <laughs> a good option uh, fifty
0: cent Wangster. Uh, <laughs> Rockin' Again.
2: And then
1: get Rich and
0: Die Trying. Um <laughs> uh, then gangster bad you know, on track yeah. all bad.
1: Well you know the thing about fifty is is that 50, 50 is one of those people that, you know, when art ever life and, and then life never 50, 50 is a you know, like get rich and die trying. You get, you know, and they did the scene where he got shot. You know, he got shot the way he did. You know, he when he retold re- his shooting outside, and I was just like, man, this is this is hard. And the way they did like those video game special effects, seeing the bullet hit his face and everything, I would say like, get Richard died trying, man. It was ahead of his time. It was a uh, it was shot well, decent performances, and you know, just watching Fifty on the man. You know, he basically retold the trauma he went through in that movie. That's what made me really like that movie a lot, to be honest with you. That's what really made me like Get Rich or Die Trying. The soundtrack, you know, got Wonder Shopper with maze It's hilarious, you know. Like they were, they were making fun of maze recently about the Wonder Shopper video, it's talking about you all that puffy, take you shopping, but you went shopping with fifty. That's what they told uh, maze It was hilarious. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's wild. Man. Yeah. Like both Eight Mile movie and Get Richard Shrine was definitely done by some respectable directors. They definitely had um a great body of work. I mean, like they were definitely Oscar Bait like type type films that these directors were doing. Um Mendovec, when you're sharing <laughs> about your moment for the Eight Mile <laughs> and Rakai Pfeiffer and his wigs, like obviously. They spent more time cinematically shooting it and not getting uh, the makeup right with with makai's wigs but um i i can't help but think when i saw the movie in person like i felt like i don't want to say that i was underwhelmed but i felt like eminem's story was already so known in the limelight and his 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 story was being told in, in a lot of his albums that i felt like it was like almost like a tamed down version of what we already knew about eminem so I don't know if it, the movie is sort of like a semi apology to his mom to kind of like say hey you sort of get a pass for the way that you treated me because obviously it was like a non-fictionalized version of his life but for some reason the hip hop moment movie that that gave me the the much energy that juice did was um uh what was the one with uh uh what that trick what was that um
0: oh that's what flow
2: Hustle and Flow. DJ? That was the that was the movie that kind of like yo. This was sort of the rap movie I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> but you no know, shade on Eight Mile. But you know what?
1: That was Eight Mile on steroids. You know, to be honest with you, you know when Terrence yeah. Howard started the DJ.
2: Yeah,
1: I felt I that movie too because he he went to when he went to go get the microphone and what she had to do to get him the microphone. I was yeah. like, that's deep. And you yeah. know, and she ended up becoming his manager at the end of the movie. And he was just like, you already paid your toll. I was like, wow, you know, the <laughs> DJ, do I remember, I remember best came on of that movies when he, when he, when he, uh, he's talking to DJ Paul and, uh, you know, DJ Paul, you know, you know on the stairs in the house and they were talking on the stairs in the house and everything like that. you know, three, six mafia showed up. That was sweet. Uh, you know the way dj paul played that role it's like you know like he had animosity toward dj but he but he respected him you know what i mean but uh it you know i would say hustle and flow man you know it's that's a guilty pleasure movie that's a movie i I, you know i want people to know i like that movie There's people want people probably don't expect me not to like that movie but three scenes mafia is like to me it's like listening to like narwhals barking in the middle of the night nobody knows how that out that's man. pretty much the way i look at it it's it's, it's, it's it, yeah, it's, it's I mean, Three Sisters Mafia has always got a place in hip hop during their own Mount Rushmore, probably probably Southern hip hop. You know, and people argue with you that they weren't that good. I'm like, no, Three Sisters Mafia influenced everybody that came out of that area. You know, you look at uh, Pop Smoke even has a little bit of that when he was here, and you look at uh, uh, you look you look at what you look at what he did for like you know, you know you you get into like uh, you know you get you get into what's going on in Memphis today, whatever it so, is. You know, we lost Dolphs. And I didn't. I wasn't a big Dolph fan until I, until, until I, I, I was just looking looking at my scale. It's got very three six mafia. It's got three six mafias DNA all over. it. Right. Uh, yeah. Dolph, Dolph is Dolph is awesome. I, I wish we, you know, whenever you get artists that's so polarized like that, we only get a short amount of time with them. It's, it's really sad about hip hop in that element. Yeah. Dolph to me, you know, he's one of those artists that. It was so matter of fact, you know, there's a Tupac in every community, the best way to put it. We just ain't felt them all. Every community has a Tupac. <laughs> and I think Dolph is dead in Memphis. Some people might argue and think it's you know, it's Gotti. Gotti's decent, but Dolph has that swagger about him, you know, you know that energy you're talking about, uh, no sage, where yes, sir. there's people that you there's people you wish could have done movies. You know, that dude was perfect for the for the big screen. You know, you think about uh, yeah, hustle and flow. If there was a part two I wanted Dolphin in, in a situation to tell his story. How,
2: how he got his hustle and flow on. Yeah, yeah. And and again, like the 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 conversation between the movie versus the movie soundtrack is definitely a, a, a an endless conversation. But um hustle and flow, I think the arc of seeing like somebody who had nothing that was trying to make something into something and make themselves into something rang more true than eminem's version in my mind because i already knew that eminem had bars so it was like i had it took me out of the movie a bit it's like i don't know if when we finally reached that climax of like eminem was like in his own element like arguably he was already he was already spitting rhymes the whole movie and there was no one that could actually like there was no like worthy opponent other than anthony mackie (laughs) doing his uh his silent impression at the very end (laughs) or whatever that was his walk away not the falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't did he play Tupac in a different movie too? I'm trying to think and notorious it was, I forget yeah, yeah. He
1: played Pac in he played Pac in the movie. That was the word. Well, I don't, no, shout out to Anthony Mackie. You know, your pipe is different. I won't put it that way, <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, that, that's a lot of people play Tupac. They shouldn't have played Tupac. You know, that's all you gotta say. I mean, you know, you know, they always, they always did a better service toward playing big in a movie you know can you think about the notorious movie that guy looks like big and moves like big you know and that's crazy when you watch the movie you feel like this is scary you know uh sometimes they get it right sometimes they don't get it right in those situations you know like uh, you know you think about i guess you want to talk about uh a hip-hop movie a modern hip-hop movie today would be um uh superfly remember the superfly movie with the future soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> every track sound like they were so dope. Every track, uh, Superfly. <laughs> yeah, they they did Superfly in Atlanta, and they basically had the Snow Gang, so everybody wore all white and had white guns and stuff like that.
2: No I way, really?
1: Oh yeah, it's called Superfly. It's
2: uh, damn. I only remember every, the the Shaft movie with Samuel Jackson, but I don't know if I've caught onto that Superfly when we're talking about.
1: Uh, man, we could do a pod about that. You watch that Superfly movie <laughs> with, the snow, with the Snow Gang and everything like that. They had they had, they had designer guns in the movie, and I'm like, "What is this? Well, the guns cost more in the movie. What's going, those guns are real? What's going on, man?"
2: Wilding out, wilding
1: out. Yeah, I was I was ready for Snow Game. That soundtrack is all future. So that's how the world got future on that radar because he did the super flat soundtrack, and his soundtrack was better than the movie. <laughs> and I can, I can tell you that now. He was born that whole like uh, I call it the uh, Synthesized hip hop, southern hip hop, right,
2: right. You
1: know, with, with, with the, the track, you know, with the trap beat in the background, it yeah. was born done the Superfly. They <laughs> took it to. I mean, it was always going on in Atlanta, but we weren't hearing it the way they were hearing it. You know what I mean? When we got it, when we when we got that Superfly sound, we are just like, "Oh my God, what is this?" I mean, it is, it grew right. on me. I mean, that's there's a lot of, uh, you know, like you know, you, you talked you brought up he got game. You got to think about. Uh, Bamboozle, Bamboozle is awesome hip hop soundtrack. Oh man, bro, yeah, the
2: mouth, yeah. Mal- the, the <laughs> Oh man, I've got my I my guy my God, cannabis, my guy cannabis and most death. They were kind of like that that fictional uh, artist in that mouth Mouse group.
1: <laughs> but it was great though, man. They, yeah, their their timing was like like it was like they like they rap together every day. It was like they were they were going bar, <laughs> they were going bar for bar
2: yeah man i definitely caught caught a case of the the cannabis uh bug when he was finally, when he was doing his stuff um I, I i wanted to circle back again to eight mile only because um savance i'm not sure if you were going to bring this up but it was sort of weird too that the soundtrack had original music obviously you talked about lose yourself but there was also sort of like i don't know what to call it it was sort of like eminem's version of these are the hip-hop gods you should like know about it was like a separate alternative soundtrack that had like mob deep on the shirt ones and there was like some other tracks on there too it could have been a cash grab too to be honest did you did y'all remember that when they, there was like this separate like eight mile mm-hmm. like inspired by soundtrack no i don't
1: think i oh you when, they, when they went back they went back and tried to get more money yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, again that, so uh... like because
2: the shirt yeah, ones they... wasn't on the actual soundtrack, but there was a, a collective like greatest hits. Like, I think it sort of was like also Eminem, besides the cash grab, it was also Eminem kind of saying, Hey, I know I'm a guest in the hip hop culture. So these are kind of like some of the folks that I respect. And you know, here's a soundtrack for y'all, you know, because
0: well, they play
2: that movie. Uh, he, he paid the movie. Yeah, pay the toll, right? Exactly. I'm trying yeah. to get a track listen on this separate, like. Cash Grab soundtrack. <laughs> I
1: think the worst soundtrack is this Meteor Man. Remember, Meteor Man had another bad creation. Oh that it was a hip hop soundtrack too. Robert, Robert Townsend. I, I remember getting Meteor Man's a CD for Christmas. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> so, you know, uh, Meteor Man. I mean, you don't forget Booty Tang had 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 a, a hip hop soundtrack. That's Chris oh Rock. Don't God, forget about that. Really? Was "No Sex in Champagne Room"? Was "No Sex in Champagne Room"? Tang. I think it was, I remember the "No Sex in Champagne Room" song. That was hilarious by Chris Rock.
2: Yes, I definitely remember that track. Yeah, you got.
1: Yeah, you got to be thinking about everything that came out. And don't forget about "Tales from the Hood," <laughs> uh, the first horror, the first horror hip hop movie. <laughs>
0: what about that? Uh, don't but, be a man. Society.
1: Oh, oh, my god. oh my god that's our movie Yo. that's our movie man
2: man bro we watch oh, that, movie
1: all the time.
2: <laughs> that was the joy that was the gym that's so crazy. wait what um that, that wasn't the next one on your list uh, ants, was it no it
0: wasn't uh, okay I thought I uh, long and hard about
2: that one but <laughs> no. don't be a menace right, before you reveal number five I definitely want to say a couple words about don't be a menace because like I felt like That was probably honestly one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, but also like (laughs) just to to circle back (laughs) into that scene that Novak was talking about with the Teen Wolf stuff. There was a scene in there that was on purpose. I think it was like (laughs) the dad was sort of like, yeah, the dad needed to be (laughs) like read read a bedtime story. (laughs) That was horrible. I
0: gotta rewatch that.
2: Yo, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in that movie. But it was also sort of speaking about. The hood movies that came out in that time, and it was sort of like it was kind of unsafe to see some of these movies in the theaters too, right? Depending on where you were going, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it a lot was, of
2: it was hard. going on.
1: Yeah, it was hard to see some movies like 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 New Jack City. Now New Jack City was all hip hop as well and R and B, and you know Ice T dominated that soundtrack, and so um, you know, New Jack City was one of those movies that. You know, Nino Brown, you know, every community got it. Well, well, I won't say every community, but the majority of the urban communities had a Nino Brown like character when we were growing up. And, you know, and, and the way the way they showed that, you know, they showed the whole crack game and the city was out there. And it, you know, it, it inspired some people, which it shouldn't have done. But uh, it, it did lead to a situation where you can see New Jack City everywhere. I remember being a kid want to go see New Jack City, and my mom said, absolutely not. You can go see the Care Bears, but you're not going to go see New Jack City, <laughs> like, but everybody's going to see New Jack City. So I didn't see New Jack City until I was like man, like grown and I was a grown up. But I was like, uh man, I waited all these years to see this. But he knows pretty cool. <laughs> so And that was it. And I moved on. When
0: did that come out? Was that like around 90, 91?
1: uh 90, 91 92 somewhere around there it's, it's around that king of new york the uh the christopher walken era you remember king of new york
0: yeah.
1: um uh, yeah. there's a, that's, that's a lot of hip-hop on that soundtrack too as well the king of new york was like christopher walken turned into the biggest mobster of all time you know you, you know christopher walken's got that serious face so i spent a lot of time watching christopher walken movies when i was little like you know he did a lot of sci fi movies when I was a kid. Now Chris Walker was always the evil bad guy. But <laughs> so when he played a mobster, I was like, Wow, this is deep. Remember, he's Frank White. He's Frank White. That's where Biggie got the, the alias Frank White yeah. from is from Christopher Walken from uh, King of New York. Oh,
0: yeah, so yeah.
1: there's hip yeah, there's hip hop in all those movies. Like and then you and then I guess you think about um is the, you know, the you know the man with the, the man with the iron, you know the man with the iron you know the man with the iron hands. Um, you think about how he brought hip hop. That's a good soundtrack too. He brought hip hop. He brought Wu Tang yeah. hip hop into martial arts at that point. Man, with the Iron Fist, man. So the Man with the Iron Fist is <laughs> a great hip hop movie. <laughs> great. It was like watching yeah. Triumph. It was like watching the Triumph movie with. Um, with everybody involved, you know what I mean? You know, you, you've
2: know, probably seen you seen Triumph video before, right? Triumph was like that. That was the RZA, is yeah. did Triumph. Yeah, man. I mean, RZA is like definitely a, a totally like uh podcast conversation on his own. <laughs> obviously I got him on my background right now, but um, he obviously got behind the camera to what you're talking about. I never got a chance to see that one movie where, what was it he did recently? It might've been like the last five years. Where um, was there like a, a flood going on in the movie or something along those lines?
0: Oh,
1: the one, the, the one in New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I uh, never the, got to see that one.
1: I never, never Girl. saw it, but it it was hip hop inspired. I, it, it was like during the New uh, Katrina, the, the, the Hurricane yeah. Katrina. Yeah,
2: right, right. I want right. to
1: see, it, I want to see it too, but I can't find the movie anywhere.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was like when it kind of released. It was like it might have been limited so in the COVID times too.
1: And it, was, it was a limited release they came it disappeared yeah. studios took control of it and i think you got to pay like yep. 40 dollars to see it yeah it's crazy right
2: now but i obviously respect everything that risa did because he obviously was a soundtrack for kill bill and he obviously got his uh, stuff behind the camera yeah. so like and bang bang
1: and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't forget about you got kill bill don't forget about um you know, you know, you know, um, you know in that situation, uh, Django, you know, Django's got it. Django's hip hop. Um, I hate to say this, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's swag pretty much in that movie. And that in the, the there's, you know, there's elements of that soundtrack with your hip hop, but you right. know, for the Django, you know, um, it's controversial because I remember the first time, and they're trying to say that's a Christmas movie now. People are trying to say Django is a Christmas movie, I'm like, get the hell out
0: of here. Django <laughs> not a Christmas movie. <laughs> You know,
2: that was um, a while. Leonardo DiCaprio as a villain in that movie.
1: Wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, Steven and everybody in that movie. I mean, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I I, uh, I, I, give the props on that one, man. I mean, Tarantino, all his movies, man, all his, all his movies have that. You no, know, they got the hip hop elements on them. every movie, man. Even *Dust to You remember that movie? Every Tarantino movie has that vibe to it. It's got a swagger about it. And, you know, um, and Jamie Foxx, man, uh, you know, if you don't do anything else, Django was like his best moment, to be honest with you. It's like, uh, you know, it was hilarious. You know, it's not supposed to be hilarious, but it was hilarious. You know, like a lot of people go, how do you watch Django and laugh? I'm like, man, that's just al- it's like, it's up there with Poe Fishing. Poe Fishing to me is, uh, that's a hip hop movie to me, to be honest with you. You watch Po Fishing listen to any music soundtrack in the background with no audio
2: fish that's just you know it's just that cool too many dope Quentin moments so yeah. um let me to go back to don't be a menace like just the title of that movie has like all the hood movies in that in that title right <laughs> don't be a menace to South Central while juicing, drinking a juice in the hood yeah. so there's <laughs> so much to unpack in that title um but I digress. So yeah, man. So so, Vance, what would you have on the uh, for number five on your your hip hop soundtrack uh, list?
0: The last one is uh, New Jersey Drive. Ah, oh man, oh man, <laughs> oh. Bands and Beamers. Here. Bands yeah, and Bands Beamers. beamers. Woo! Okay. Um, Queen Latifah, Organized Confusion, and OC Jeru. <laughs> So oh, Smith and
2: Watson. Yeah, bro, I had that soundtrack on tape, and again, it's I want to so- say there was two tapes floating around because
0: yeah, there I long- finally
2: I finally found the list I was talking about, right? So go back to the Eight Mile conversation. There was the Eight Mile soundtrack, "We we'll Lose Yourself" and whatever, and then there was something called "More Music from Eight Mile." And if you remember the movie, it had all these needle drops like. Filmy Flow, mm-hmm. Naughty by Nature, Players Ball, oh, yeah. Bring the Pain, Juicy, and Shook One, obviously. So all that, which could basically be summed up by a Spotify playlist right now, that was actually dropped as an actual album or CD. But um, the reason why I bring that up is because New Jersey Drive, I definitely had both of those tapes and unfortunately which is the um the commentary that uh Novak was talking about with Chris Rock like I don't remember the movie at all but I wholeheartedly remember playing those tapes like I beat those tapes to death bro yeah Jer- was a dope soundtrack
1: yeah Jersey Drive is going on today in, in Chicago <laughs> everywhere Get you home, know <laughs> you know uh you know it, that movie is ahead of his time you know you think about yeah, the, the car Kia car Boys. Jacking, yeah. And you think about the Kill Boys and everything like that. I, I was I was watching this um, this YouTube uh, commentary about that, and you know, it's a guy, this a guy like you know, around our age, was saying like, I've seen this before. It was called New Jersey Drive, and they were like the Kill Boys, were like, what's that? And everybody's like, don't let them see the movie <laughs> because the New Jersey <laughs> Drive, man. You know, it was you know, I, I, I the soundtrack is awesome. The movie, I had higher expectations on that movie. It was the most boring car stealing movie ever you know you know, you know it's not like going in 60 seconds you know like when you know you know basically you know going to 60 seconds was exciting stealing right uh new jersey drive was stressful from stealing you know we never we always thought they were get caught you know it's gonna happen today somebody's gonna get shot you know go to in seconds nicholas cage or nicholas coppola we like to call him uh he was he was having a ball with it. his hair never moved you know he had, you know, he had Andrew the Jolie on his arm. He was still in like luxury cars. Jersey Drive, you still in, he still in the Pontiac, or he still, in the, you're still in the old Range Rover, or, 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 or they like to say the Land Cruiser, which was a staple of hip hop back then. You had to get the Land Cruiser. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I grew up thinking that every rapper had a Land Cruiser, and they had, and they had an X, or they had, or they had the, or the way they said they had the Audi, yeah, the Audi 5000. So, uh, yeah, Jersey Drive is a, it's a late night movie you watch, you fall asleep and say, What happened? That's what Jersey Drive is. <laughs> but the soundtrack is, the soundtrack is better than the movie. No bro, doubt.
2: Bro, the soundtrack, man, the ill sound- scratch this- on this joint. <laughs> yeah. Don't shut down on a player.
1: Oh, bro. Don't shut down on a player. That's right, that's right there. They shot I'll Take her on the West Side. You know, they shot, there, they shot I'll Take her on the West Side. I, I remember being out there watching that. Ill and now Scratch with Don One. Bishop Matchy Don One. They sat in Chicago. I'll take her. They decided <laughs> Oh, Brian McKnight was here. They started at a barbershop, like not that far from my house I grew up at. And I remember somebody, uh George's music room saying, Ill now scratch is here with Brian McKnight. That's yeah, the first time yeah. I ever saw Brian McKnight. That's him singing on I'll take her.
0: Right. Huh. it
1: now scratch man stay so underrated so underrated their flow and their chemistry was phenomenal it's all it's almost like um ogc you know uh ogc i was listening to that the other day i almost had an aneurysm with ogc bro you know
2: like i i always unfairly want to connect hip-hop threads but so um vance we had um um a basketball brand on on our previous episode right and we obviously talked a lot about basketball which is fine but there's a point where he was saying like he respected FIBA and the team basketball style as opposed to what's going on right so I couldn't help but think about when we walked away that conversation I was like is this sort of like how the European sort of or the Euro markets kind of like encapsulate the hip-hop sound and still respect the bars and still respect the artistry and you have some of those producers kind of like tapping into the 90s folks like there was this one crew i think they were called the snow goons like they made beats for like mop and i think mm-hmm. they made beats for like onyx and it's kind of like you know like you got some folks that keep in the culture right and the reason why I'm bringing this up is kind of like i feel like when the dj was the center of hip-hop and obviously the mc is now or maybe it's shifting or it's both i feel like the movie is like not the MC of the movie. Like the soundtrack was like the showcase, right? Like you're looking at volume one, volume two of New Jersey drive. Like this is definitely like a who's who of hip hop and rap of the time.
1: Right. It, you know, cause volume two came out after volume one. It, it was kind of like encore. It was like, you know, they, they gave us another, they gave us another flavor of that in New Jersey drive. So I remember, I remember um, getting volume one on vinyl back in the day. And I mean, you know, it's special. Jersey Drive is special. Big mentions the Jersey Drive as being inspiration. In a couple of his interviews. Really?
2: So he was on the soundtrack too.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. You know, you know, give me the loop. He said, Give me a loop. Uh, the concept of that. You know, with Matt to him and everybody. It's yeah. got that he called he called it that Jersey robbery sound. And I'm like, what does that mean?
0: <laughs>
1: but, you know, um, uh, the East Coast back then was like this grimy place where like, you know, you think about New Jack City where they burned the garbage can outside and so there's an R and B group scene Rockefeller that's about you uh, know, see Acapella that's about to uh that's about to sign Uptown. I mean New York had a gritty look about it. You know, you think about the movie Trespass, remember that soundtrack? Uh Trespass at the, more iced tea? Yep, Ice T. Yeah. Ice T was probably the 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 prince of music of hip hop soundtracks back then. He was on every big every big name movie was ice T. at that point you know new jack city uh don't forget about who else was he, he was a surviving the game um <laughs> he was a homeless yeah. guy they tried to kill him
2: yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we were just talking about that a moment ago so that kind of like also begs the question it's like when you have a hip-hop star in your movie mm-hmm. are you almost forced to showcase some of the soundtrack <laughs> right because obviously it didn't happen for tupac and juice but for that trespass soundtrack i'm pretty sure he, I, he was on the soundtrack
1: and bill paxton, <laughs> and paxton. <laughs> you might know you might know a different bill paxton than we know you might know big love bill paxton <laughs> you remember that you remember big love <laughs> i yeah. mean yeah i mean uh it's interesting like you know i i guess yeah, you, know, you look at the number five, and then you and then you think about the TV shows. Like, you know, still the one I always wanted a soundtrack for a movie for was Black Lightning. Black Lightning. And, uh, it, it 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 wasn't as good as Luke Cage. Man, Luke Cage is phenomenal.
2: <laughs> hip hop wise. Yeah, you know, bro, bro. You you've been telling me about that. I know I'm super late to the game, but I think the episodes mm-hmm. are almost like very hip hop influence like infused. Man. Right?
1: When you when you when you when you hear shame you won't you take shame come on and you hear and you hear him you see him out like there crushing skulls like well, he he's marching like the plan and one bit oh man he was he was stuffing he was you know he was stuffing his feet like like, like the old school routine video he, he was killing but he's knocking people out and killing them i was like wow you know it was on the beat it was choreographer ass kicking i was like watching this like this is beautiful you know uh um, you know um i i would say like you know like like jersey jersey, jersey if there was no jersey driver there'd be no luke cage there'd be no um there'd be no um the other one would be jungle fever had a heavy induced uh hip-hop soundtrack that was a spike lee movie by interracial dating that sure. movie had a lot of had a lot of hip-hop in it and so you know, spike lee spike lee if you think about it you know even you know even in crooklyn don't forget about the movie crooklyn Bro. it's super hip-hop
2: yes 100 percent like when you're talking about the mile miles earlier from bamboozle soundtrack like arguably the uh fictitious um I don't want to say fictitious the super group rap album was uh on Crooklyn right the Crooklyn Dodgers and yeah I yeah, think I, I don't know this came up nine. in our conversation <laughs> with Carl when we had Carl on our show before because Carl um yeah. somebody we went to college with I told him <laughs> I asked Spike Lee in a little q and I'm like hey man what's up with the Crookland Dodgers when are they coming back because I think they only dropped maybe like one two or three songs and in, in some of his movies but they never had like an actual album oh
0: man that would have been
2: sweet
1: it's still time
2: because it was just you like know? a stand-in. it was like it, yeah man it was just more like a rap stand-in because it did never the the cycle was never the same right like at one point it was OC and Shub Rock, and I think Jay mm-hmm. Ru, right but then I think they swapped them out yeah. in like a different soundtrack
1: well, you know, you know, you, th- you, you, you think about that and you said Chubb Rock, I mean, he had some of those iconic, like, you know, I'm too much, I'm too much is in a lot of movies, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, what, what else, what else is out there? Um, yeah, it's, that's a lot of Chubb Rock, it's a lot of Grand Poopa in different shows, like, you know, Grand Poopa was, an Grand Puba playing Entourage quite a bit, remember that TV show? This is the background, you you hear Grand Poopa in the background. Um, right, right. I, think, I think I think Big Daddy Kane was, was very dominating around that time period because he was like the um, he was like the soundtrack like the soundtrack like he showed up and everything was just swoop and debonair and that was Big Daddy Kane back then you know yeah. everything was everything like a taste of chocolate you know what I mean it was like uh, <laughs> you know Big Daddy Kane made me believe that you know you too could be a rapper and be suave Yeah, I was just like what is going on here I mean he, he gave us his whole style at that point and you, you know you can't duplicate it um I'm trying to think what else what else was around that time period um because you know that's the hype waves movement started up around then based off of some of those movies that we that we vibe out about because everybody was on hype's bandwagon at that point um cinematography was at its highest level at that point to be real with you
2: Yeah, you know, you know to 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 go back to some of these on vance's list because it's like yeah i I know we talked about the show soundtrack but the social the show soundtrack for me was like my i don't want to say excuse but it was sort of like my way to say hey i don't have to like pick east or west coast hip-hop i can actually enjoy them all one plate right because you had tupac and you had tribe on that soundtrack and I feel like the New Jersey Drive soundtrack and a lot of these ones that, that peripheral brought up had the same stuff going on. Like you had East, you had West, you had South, you had like all these sounds coming in together and a showcase.
1: Well, well, it, well, you know, it made the West Coast, it made the West, you know, those G-Funk G is on there too. If you think about uh, yeah, Warren yeah. G and you think about the Dub Shack, you remember, you remember the Dub Shack on there basically? Uh, it was like, it was like, it was like that whole Defund the whole the whole Nate Dog era basically. You think about uh, with the show, and then they gave us big me and my bitch, and I was just sitting there like, you know, the, the show is bicostal. <laughs> so by, it was a bicostal soundtrack effort in that in that situation, because you know um, it's a great song, so it's a great song so on the show soundtrack. The actual video, I finally sat down and watched the actual movie a couple of years ago. Cause I only watched videos from the movie. You know, like you, you only know, see somebody performing the song. I watched the whole entire thing, and it was it it, it it it's underrated, man. It ain't like it's better than Fade to Black. And I hate to say, no, no disrespect, Jay, but you know, the the show was better than Fade to Black. And people, <laughs> and Fade, Fade to Black was like a uh, like a eulogy. It was like it was like it was like a yeah yeah it was like a eulogy of Jay Z. And, and you know what? He didn't even go away. So it's like saying I'm, I'm going to leave today. And like, he came back two months later. So it was like, you know, I couldn't trust Jay at that point. I love Jay. You
2: know, and I, then when, when Faye the black dropped again, I don't know if I remember too much of it, cause it was sort of like a docu film or a concert film, but like yeah. now we're obviously at the height of the concert film powers. And I'm definitely waiting for yeah. for like a rap movie to drop into the theaters. But like the only concert rap movie that I sort of remember feeling that was, um, mm-hmm. who's the man. When Who's the Man uh, was in the theaters, I don't know if the movie was the super greatest moment, but I remember some like performance rap songs during that movie. where I was like, I feel like I'm at a rap show <laughs> right now. This is like, this is fire up in here. Man, Who's
1: the
2: Man is hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a uh, Tori's big party and mm-hmm.
1: man, uh, man Love and Dr. Dre. Man, Dr. they, K- you know what? They made it. They made it funny to be a cop. Yeah, that's what you But when when, De- when Dennis Larry went off from them, that's where we got introduced to Dennis Larry. And you know, I I grew up on Dennis Larry asshole. So we thought the Dennis Leary asshole song was the funniest thing we ever heard as kids. And we used to sing that song going to basketball games. Shay, <laughs> no, no sense. We would sing asshole. That. An and asshole.
2: uh,
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, you know, it's messed up with parents to be like, why did you know that song? and we we barking out hey that's S, S hey so oh, they were like stop it stop it now. so you know um we got in trouble for it so we had to stop singing asshole. but uh it, you know man you know Dan's larry on top of him as the sergeant was hilarious man you know um you know yeah we you know man man who's the man that 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 is a flash from the past right there Babe, great movie yeah, like, very back, funny brought movie it back, brought it back man
0: what about what about those uh, house party movies? Oh yeah! Wait, <laughs> hey, what happened the, what? to the
2: new movie? Was the new movie dropped the, this year? Did y'all watch that one? I didn't see it. Yeah. That man, that was hot. That was hot trash, man. That was the, <laughs> that cheeks. was the, straight
1: that was, cheeks, bro. It, it was it was bun cheeks, man, with with a smell of vinegar. And uh, <laughs> what, what 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 happened there was that was LeBron James house party
2: oh man the, the space jam the 2 was...
1: effect bro oh don't even go about space Jam, man you know bro we love you man but that space Jam movie come on man you know you know uh um, you brought michael b jordan in that movie i i got up and walked out the theater and talk about michael's hair it was michael b jordan I, I, like, I, I told my daughter we're done we're done we're done he's not funny he's not funny brown is petty Brian is very petty that was very petty to bring michael b jordan out <laughs> But, but that was awesome though. That was awesome the way he brought out Michael B. Jordan, the theater was like, fuck this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was when I, I, I was trying to see the whole Wu-Tang members show up at a performance and I think at the Metro and they brought all the Wu-Tang affiliates. I like, yeah, Wu-Tang's Shaheen. performing like, yeah, yeah Shaheen girl, like, no disrespect to Shaheen, but we're, we're no, all the Shaheen main wu heads, bro.
1: <laughs> you bring out Carlton Fitz without Kevin Dunn oh man it it, it it was crazy man you think about it um i i would say i would say to be honest that house, house party man the,
2: house party it, yeah that was a moment that was yeah. a moment both of them but, the but, kid,
1: but kid and play they were in their own lane in hip-hop they're like will yes. smith you think about it you know will smith did his thing right and situation did his thing but you know kid and play to me today they're like they're like them uncles the uncles that you want to see what they're up to so, I looked at them as big uncles when I was a kid. I was like, so I throw a party like kid and play. I get a DJ and I get people with pajamas. And that's what I believed. And I was like, somebody said, you know, it doesn't happen like that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah. Pajama you know, Jammy Jam. Jo- yeah, Pajama Jammy Jam. Martin Lawrence, we got to introduce Martin Lawrence to do the Pajama Jammy Jam. Mary, he's the DJ. Palau. He's DJ at Not House Party. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so in, and Robin Harris, don't forget about the late great Robin Harris, oh, the man, comedian, right. Bay Bay Kids yeah. is in there. Rest in peace. So, yeah, Bay Bay rest kids. in peace. So, yeah, so, you know, House Party, House Party was just, man, it's ahead of its time. You know, what we got? Another bad creation got introduced in this one. Then we had uh, Immature popped up in the, uh, one of the yeah, house everything. parties. I lost track how many house parties there were before LeBron got it. I lost track. <laughs>
2: yeah i definitely remember the three but i'm not sure after that if there was like some quasi sequels or just quasi you know reheats or whatever
1: uh, it was it was a process it was a quasi you know like uh you know you no know, t-shirt you no know, yeah, t-shirt on everybody in there you know um yeah it, you know house party house party like i saw it uh see i had never seen it uncut cut because you know when you're a kid you couldn't really get nobody to see house party because it, it was like if it came out we were kids so the teenagers all had seen it uncut, so you know, I'm thinking a house party like this wild thing. I saw it uncut, and I was sitting there like, This should be rated PG. There's nothing crazy <laughs> going on in this movie to get in a PG. 30 I get it ready, you know, it, it was clean compared to what I expected to see.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, full force playing those. Uh, um, they're you know, like 35 years old, high school kids.
0: I, terrified. <laughs> I thought,
1: I, I thought, when I got to high school, everybody's gonna look like full force. <laughs> The man got a beard he's got a leather a small leather jacket on it and he's roid it up i was like that was the, that was the original what the hell mom hey. in the movies
2: hey, real talk, though, like hit um kid and play they played some like a uh, street festival not this year i think it was either the last year or the year before <laughs> at skokie at some skokie music fest bro kid and play right. i didn't get to see it but yeah man Ain't gonna, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna hurt nobody.
1: <laughs> you know, that's the first, that's the first non-violent anthem ever I heard as a child. Ain't no hurt nobody. If people
2: <laughs> singing that. I'm like, what is this song? Is
1: that you? I was broke my ankle, man. I was broke my damn ankle <laughs> trying to jump on my own leg, man. Never do it again. <laughs>
2: The good kid on play, man. And the Batman. And what, the Batman dance too.
1: Oh God. Yeah the, no, the one like, yeah, the one the one like you always like dirty. That that that, <laughs> that was that was the Rayon shirt era, man. You remember every shirt was Rayon? <laughs> You're like, what are these button up shirts they wear? Why do they have Paisley patterns on them? Oh, it's the Kid and Play movement. That's around the polka dot prince era as well. The Kwame. That's the Kwame time period as well. I mean, they took a lot oh, of fun, man.
0: Pokedot. Yeah, like I was
1: yeah. watching, yeah, dot Prince, yes. man. I was watching that the other day, and I was watching um, third base old videos with Pete Rock, and uh, not Pete. No, I mean Pete. No, you know, I was watching Pete yeah. Rock a little bit of third base. Uh, yeah. Oh man, gas face. Gas face is still one of my favorite videos of all time. <laughs> gas face.
2: Yeah. Oh man. You
1: know that, you know that, you know, MF Doom used to help out with uh third base. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, he was with um, uh, KMD. KMD, right? KMD. He calls
1: him out on the third base, on the third, on the gas phase. KMD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, I think Doom was hoodie, really probably, that, that, so... that
2: was a nice hoodie you got on there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think, I think Doom was like 500 years old and didn't tell us. He's been around, he had been running hip hop for like centuries. That's my take <laughs> on MF Doom.
2: with many different monikers.
1: Yeah, man, I miss forever. that guy. I miss Doom.
2: I know. Rest in peace, man. There was some, them photos with him with hanging out with Pac too. Like, yeah, he's been around forever, man.
1: Forever, man. Doom, Doom has been around. I mean, he's been around longer than Greg Nice. You <laughs> think about that? I mean think about those guys you know there's a there's a tie to third base in nas you know you know that you know that as well because they have they have nas get on at that point um you know it, it's MC, mc search did yeah mc search and nas you know you think about how do they know each other I'm like well they are they are new yorkers so yeah. there there's a lot going on in the background i mean i mean i, I what i want to do cool. at some point what i want to do at some point is do a um is To do like a session with um, do a do a do a session to talk about you know the whole influence of like you know Pete Rock and that legacy and how, how Pete Rock ties into the rest of the universe, you know. Um, he's the Kevin Bacon of hip hop, if you think about it,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Pete Rock is dope,
0: yeah. Actually, uh, oh. like he, um, he was kind of like um around a lot of uh people like OC, I think he.
2: Yeah, so you so um, Vance, you invoked OC. I definitely want to go through some of these names on this New Jersey Drives volume Uh volume two because it's super dope, man. And like OC was on there for sure, Organized Confusion, Karis won again. You had Jay Rue, not it by nature, of course, since it's being Jersey, you had to pay the toll there. Boot camp click was in there. Outcast oh, obviously man. is like uh Novak was talking about heavy D top five MCs according uh, to Carl our college buddy um, um, guy, Queen yes sir uh Keith, Keith Murray MC8 Mario so again I think um you had Lords of Underground I think the phrase I was sort of looking at was like the hip-hop soundtrack or the rap soundtrack or whatever you want to call it was sort of like the peace treaty right it's like let's forget about beefs let's forget about who's dope Let's just come together and just you know just make it happen. Right. It's not even about east to west. It's not even about you know. it's Just like you know, I, I mean, obviously it's cash grab at its at its at its heart too. But you know,
1: well, it's, it's, it's like, you know, I've been about it. I'm talking about universal love, you know, Zulu Nation and stuff like that. Hip hop, hip hop, I mean, you know, when it branched off like that, it got stronger. But it took a long time for it to come back together under one common house, you know. To be honest with you, and then you know, with Pac and Big passing away, it, it fragmented. It fragmented hip hop. But then the South came up, and the South kind of like connected everybody back again. If you think about it, you know, Southern hip hop. You know, Outkast, the rest of Outkast, Dungeon Family. You think about it, even Gucci Mane to a certain to a certain level. Those guys brought energy back into the genre. You know what I mean at this point. And get everybody you know thinking about this as one collective whole you start seeing southern rappers you know do collabos with east coast rappers and west coast rappers it bridged the gap again
2: yeah i'm all for that i'm all for bridging the gaps so it's like yeah man it's like sort of like the mythos of the mantra of like let's get this money together let's showcase our talents and you know let's do it for the the rap soundtrack regardless of how forgettable the movie is so I I know we're kind of like rounding by two hours obviously if y'all want to chop it up a little longer I'm still available because I'm curious Vance if you had another moment like out of your five is there any like one track from each that sort of like percolate for you which is obviously a hard ask but I'm not sure if there's any that you would sort of like Coalesce to kind of like make your own five track playlist or something of that matter. Even if you don't get to five, if there's some that um, kind of like from each album, from each movie. Yeah, for each of those that you kind of brought up, right? So like again, juice um above the rim, New Jersey drive, high, yeah. So, high. so juice, know the ledge. Yeah, the rocking one for sure. <laughs> nice.
0: Mostly. you won't go far oh you won't uh, go
2: far for for which one
0: from uh new jersey drive
2: oh you won't go far
0: uh from high school high um yeah i like that uh rap world Pete rock and large pro Woo. Um, use yourself Sorry.
2: and use yourself yeah for eight mile
0: um I
2: guess a Tupac pain bro from above the rim that pain is a dope track because like there was also loyal to the game which was another one that he had with Tretch but Mm -hmm. pain man bro that that that, there's something weird like because that that song has like a I don't know if it's a movie skit or it starts off with a little mini intro of a clip it's like some some of these songs and these rap songs kind of like take me back it's like they're almost painting like cinematic, cinematic visuals, with just the song. But that Pain one definitely is is one that's kind of like, definitely a dope like Tupac song for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's a
1: vision. it's, you know, Pain, you know, the the Pain song, I mean, the way I look at it is, you know, when you play a sport like basketball or something like that, you think about all the, the work you put into that craft, man. So Pain, Resonates. That song resonates because, it, to me, that's weight room music. That's where you get right in order to go perform, but you gotta pay. You gotta pay your toll physically to be great at something. So that's the way I always saw that song. Pain, pain to me was like it's like the song violet from Tupac of Tupac.less That song "Violence," you know, it's uh um, those cadences yes, on yes. that song. They're, yeah, they're, they're workout beats.
2: One hundred percent, bro. I totally agree. Like, violence is definitely another one that honestly in my my film fan first it's like it's a movie actually it's not a song but bro I just looked this up on genius.com the intro to pain is lifted from Star Trek 5 The Final Frontier and the 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 line is literally <laughs> I couldn't help but notice your pain and it's like my pain it runs deep share it with me and then the track just goes right after that yeah it's
1: it's on that one I, re- I remember that I mean it's almost like lifting, like from a, like a like a kung fu movie, what Wu Tang did. They, yes. they just took it from yeah. You know? Same yeah. lift,
2: damn it. So, I mean, it's kind of like I know, like Naughty by Nature and Pac, the kind of like we're probably in each other's circles, but that also sort of fascinated t- fascinated me too it's like as as, as grimy as some of poc lyrics was like not that not that tretch wasn't coming with the bars but it's kind of like I felt like trash was like tapping into different like um different genres with, with whenever he was paired next to poc like I wish we would actually got a whole like EP or like an album of them together because most people only remember like you know OPP and Hip Hop Array and all the, the cheery stuff that Naughty does. Yeah, it would have been a good
0: collaboration between
1: the two. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean AI, we could do all that with AI now, unfortunately.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could read every we could read every bar as Pac right now in AI, which is crazy when you think about it. But, um, yeah, it's definitely man this conversation's definitely awesome. I got uh I gotta I gotta handle a situation,
2: but other than that, man, I yeah. could still we could we could do this all day, yeah, no, I just saw you yeah, on Zoom. Not to go to so yeah, yeah, novak man um i'll I'll let you close out with any um final thoughts, but uh peripheral it's been it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate you um letting us uh chop it up over this this uh hip hop soundtrack platform as it will, as it, as it is.
1: Uh, Burfield, it's yeah. been awesome, man.
2: It's been awesome. how you come through it,
1: man. You, 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 you definitely, you, you touched our nostalgic hip hop hearts today. So you pulled us, <laughs> you pulled us pretty much into the fire and we started thinking about those movies. We saw good and bad and we realized the soundtracks outweighed the movies in 90% of the cases, but that was the purpose of the, the hip hop at that point. It's hip hop carried the motion picture industry for a long bit. In terms of bringing quality, you know, performances, you know, hip hop quotables, I mean, awesome times, man. I, I hope to see more movies, you know, hip hop inspiration coming for it. Like, you know, I I saw one, with Volcano High. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Volcano High. When they redid it, uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, Korean uh, it's a Korean like hip hop drama, pretty much hip hop like um, like martial arts drama, basically where they do voiceovers. Uh, Crazy. If, you haven't, if you haven't checked off Volcano High, definitely check it out. Um, it's awesome. But, yeah, definitely want to thank you for coming through. Definitely check us out everywhere there are podcasts. Go out and watch a dope movie today. You know, definitely uh, let us know what you're watching out there. If Something we missed on this show. You know, I know we missed all the Peyton Full movies, but <laughs> the yeah. Peyton Full, we missed miss Cameron's um, discography. You know, I'm not, it is what it is, but, <laughs> but anyway, that's what i say. saying. Thank you everybody for listening. Go out and listen to something dope today. All
0: right, peace, y'all. Thanks, man. Right, peace. This concludes episode number 47, The B-Side. Thank you for
1: listening to the Hip Pod Heads Podcast. A podcast where Novak and no SAGE discuss their hip-hop inspired moments. Share, like,
0: subs, comment to the show on YouTube and Spotify. Go out and listen to something dope today.